Hotter Than Health podcast, a plant-dominant podcast for those looking to expand and elevate their lives. Each week, we will bring you provocative conversations and topics, entertaining interviews, and some of the biggest names in health and wellness to answer your burning questions. You will leave each episode with tangible tips and takeaways and understand what it truly means to live an energized and optimized life. You'll look back and you'll wish that you hadn't been obsessing and thinking and judging yourself over the holidays. Before getting into today's episode, I wanted to clarify that if it comes off as aggressive or harsh on this episode or impatient, it is coming as tough love. I was thinking about this after I recorded and wanted to mention that I appreciate all of the questions that are always asked, and I appreciate people and listeners giving feedback and asking questions. And I forget sometimes that I answer the same question. And so it's coming from tough love and personal experience and my experience having gone through multiple holidays with a complete food obsession. I also wanted to get back on here and mention that today's episode is dedicated to turkeys. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Hotter Than Health. My name is Eliza Gelman. I am your host. I am always your host. What's new? And today we have a special episode because not only is this the second episode we've put out this week, which never happens, but we are going to be answering a few questions that have come in through social media. And we'll probably tangent a little bit, but I wanted to make this a brief episode that we, it's lighthearted. It's easy. It's the holidays. Everyone's overthinking everything. We don't need to go there today. But again, holy hell, two episodes in one week. If you haven't already listened to part one and part two of the coffee episode, we had such a good time. It was storytelling. It was so much information about where our coffee comes from, all about it. We have It was honestly just so beautiful to record. We were at this amazing house on Sullivan's Island. There were dogs, there was coffee, there was dried fruit. It was just the best conversation. And if you do want to win three incredible bags of that shade-raised organic coffee, make sure that you screenshot and just share it on your social media. All you have to do is screenshot that you're listening and tag Hotter Than Health let us know that you're listening to the Shade Raised Organic one, and you'll be entered in to win. So far, we have one winner, and we are selecting two more. Without further ado, let's get into some of these questions. I think that I was I was reluctant to do this type of episode because I think that, one, it's overdone. Let's just be honest. We have every influencer, not saying I'm an influencer, but Everyone who is associated with health and fitness and wellness and nutrition on social media is saying, oh, well, giving tips on how to stay healthy throughout the holidays, which I totally understand. We're going to get into it. So I'm definitely going to be a hypocrite today. But having so many people say, give tips on how to feel your best and how to stay on track and do X, Y, and Z. But at the end of the day, I think that if if every day if your days don't have some bit of variety what are you doing in life it's if if you're treating every single day 
like a holiday where you eat what you want and you or you eat super unhealthy without consciousness you eat not mindfully you're not moving lots of sugar alcohol out of routine then yeah that becomes a problem but if if it's happening once a month if it's happening every couple of months then whatever why are we overthinking this one to two days of the year the month it's really not anyways I think that I used to be so obsessed with what I ate and how I ate and my routine that it stopped me from a lot of fun times in my life and I also think that it bothers it messes up everyone else's time if if it's stressing you out to the point where it's distracting I think that if you can deal with your own stuff not like oh repress everything and everyone will like you I just mean that if you know that you are dealing with some things subconsciously then yeah have one person that you talk to this about or, or journal about it talk about it if you need to but don't make it don't pull every single other person around you into making themselves overthink what they're eating what they're doing how they're working out because everyone in the end just needs to stay in their own lane that's that's what I believe and if you want to influence people and help people with their lifestyle then walk the walk was that aggressive is that too much oh my god you know what's crazy is sometimes when I do these polls and I ask by the way, we're going to go everywhere today. Oh my God. But I just did one of these polls and I hadn't looked at it until now to get some of the questions that you all had asked. But I just saw that this guy that I used to hang out with six years ago when I lived in Arizona was looking at my stories, which is so weird. I thought, you know, when you see a name, that's why social media is just so insane because you can, you can see a name and it will, it will trigger so many different memories from a certain part of your life. And you might not have thought about this person or this phase of your life for years. It's like you meet someone and then you leave them or you spend one day with them, one week with them, one month with them. And it's like super intense and amazing. And then you leave and you just never think about them again. That's how you know the world is going so fast. Every We aren't supposed to know this many people. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. And likely you won't even, likely nobody will really, or everyone will relate. Uh, okay. Today's episode, we're talking <laughs> hypocritically about how to stay feeling good over the holidays and really thinking about what the holidays bring up. This is the first year. Okay, so I'm 29. This is the first year that... I've had the experience of, okay, let me preface this by saying I've been through a lot of shit. Every family has their issues. When you bring a bunch of different family members together or friends together, there are different dynamics, different energies, different personalities, opinions, what's, what have you. This is the first year where I can easily say, oh, you know, when, when you get families together, you know, it just get, ends up being a little stressful and Da, 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 da. Usually I just, I observe almost as a third party. I don't get that stressed out about it. But this year we had a small situation. I guess it's an ongoing situation. I'm going to be extremely vague, but we have an ongoing situation where I thought, oh damn, kind of sucks. And it's directly impacting me and it's out of my control. Um, but it's based on other people's opinions and dynamics. And, but it's not me judging people for 
feeling a certain way, thinking a certain way, wanting things to go a certain way. That's not what it is at all. But this is the first year where I really understand, oh shit, families do really have their own dynamics. And sometimes when you do bring a bunch of families together, some things can get messy. And it was really interesting because now I feel like I get the cliche. Okay, Liza, who cares? Let's get into the questions. Okay, someone asked a question, and this is a question that I get constantly, and I guess it doesn't really even have to do with the holidays at all, but they asked, we'll answer. This one said, how do you get enough protein in when I work out every single day? Well, perhaps we take a a small break. (laughs) Perhaps we give yourself a, a rest day. If you're working out every day really intensely, this is a bit ambiguous. I don't know if you're doing Pilates or if you're doing yoga, what your goals are. It's like if you want, okay, so muscle is the master fat burner and it helps rev up your metabolism, right? So the more muscle we have, (coughs) oh, got a little frog in my throat. (coughs) Hello. If muscle is our master fat burner and our goal is to fit into a different pair of jeans or change our body composition. Uh, Typically, what I would say from a holistic standpoint is delete, (laughs) delete MyFitnessPal off of your phone. Unless you are dealing with a medical condition or you are training for a bodybuilding competition where you have to eat two times the amount of your body weight in grams of protein per day or whatever your protocol is. Unless you're doing something like that, stop writing things down, stop tracking things on MyFitnessPal because what it is doing at the end of the day is making you feel like you didn't get enough or you went over in certain ways so it can potentially lead to restricting and binging and overanalyzing everything. That is why I've, I think the evolution of my philosophy of nutrition has gone from it definitely went from more protein heavy when I was first getting into weight training like six seven years ago then more into a plant dominant lifestyle where protein wasn't really important our bodies are so so smart and can put together all the different amino acids if you have a variety of different fibers foods proteins resources that you're eating then your body is smart enough to utilize the different amino essential amino acids that come from those different foods and put them together to create what your body needs. I think that we get so wrapped up in thinking we need a specific, either a protein powder, an egg, an animal source, like a concentrated form of protein. I think that we get very caught up in that, thinking that's the only way to accomplish our protein goals, if you will, which sounds so fucking weird. It, anyways, but... What I would say is now my approach is if it is that important to you to make sure that you're getting protein, let's say it's for recovery and satiety, which it sounds like if you're working out consistently, then you do want to be repairing your muscles and I just ate too. So I feel like I'm talking just through my throat. You know that feeling when you have just eaten food? It's not indigestion, but... You're so full. It's almost like you have to take a big breath in between <laughs> in between your sentences. But I'm like laboring over here. The What I would mention is having a really balanced meal is going to set you up for the most success as far as 
reducing cravings and sugar cravings, hunger pains, hangriness, it's going to prevent all of those side effects of low blood sugar. So incorporating the four by four rule, which is something I really love, which is it at every meal, try your best to at least get three out of four of the four components of a complete meal, protein, fiber, carbohydrates, fat. If you can check three off of your box out of those four, then you're going to feel really good after that meal. If you get two, likely that's just a snack. If you only get one, let's say it's just fat, let's say it's just carb, like if you're just eating butter or if you're just eating MCT oil or you're just eating, uh, drinking alcohol and no food, then that's still carbs, sugar, then that's, that isn't presenting your body with much nutritional value as far as balance. So when you say, how can I get enough protein in? I would just say incorporate a little bit at every meal and any chance that you have to bring more balance to that protein. So if you're doing a just protein and water from after your workout, then maybe you incorporate some type of, um, maybe you incorporate some type of fruit and toast, maybe a little butter, have some eggs that have just a little bit of fat and protein in there as well so that you're still getting some fiber, not that eggs have fiber, but you're still getting some fiber. You're still getting some other components of the balanced meal into your day. And I think that, you know, if, if you're having as much balance as possible with your meals, then it's fine. I don't think that everyone needs to be incorporating two extra chicken breasts into their fucking day in order to see the results. And you're going to get different opinions. And here's what I want to say. Based on the gym you go to, based on the different trainers you surround yourself with, based on the different podcasts you listen to, you will find that protein is important, but some people put more of an emphasis on it. Uh, when you're dealing with things like Weight Watchers, they ha- it's zero points for proteins. So if you do lean ground turkey that has little to no fat, then that's no fat, no carbs, no fiber. It's just pure protein. So it's zero points. So you can eat as much of that as you want. Protein does have a thermogenic effect, which helps to burn fat. Thermo, you can think thermos, hot, burn, fat. And that's just how I perceive it. But it does have a fat burning effect because it does help to repair and provide essential amino acids, which is the building building blocks for protein. So as long as you are getting a variety of different foods into your lifestyle and then incorporating a little bit of protein, to answer your question, it sounds like a question I get from people who are tracking on their MyFitnessPal. And maybe that's not the case with you at all, but incorporate a little, uh, you know, two eggs at breakfast, a a veggie burger, some black beans, maybe a little tofu. Uh, You could have a protein shake in the middle of the day, which is what I often do. And then, or in the morning with your breakfast and your coffee, if you just want to do veggies and fruit and light things or oatmeal, then you can make a little protein shake or put the protein in your coffee or put it in your oatmeal, however you want to do it, or have some eggs. And then at dinner, you could do, you know, a piece of chicken or a piece of protein or tofu, whatever, uh, black beans and rice. When you put those together, those are all the essential amino acids. Overthinking your protein is going to make it feel like you're on a diet. And diets will not be sustainable. 
and then you'll then you'll quote unquote fall off. And I'm saying this because this is it's not just this is what I perceive. It is what I've seen. Well, I guess it is what I perceive. It's not saying that this is exactly how it is for all people. But I can tell you, I've worked with more women that I can even count that have had this exact same cycle. And that's exactly what it ends up being, a cycle. If you want to get off of the hamster wheel, you want to stop dieting, you want to make these things more consistent and sustainable, stop overthinking, find a little ways to incorporate balance, and don't put so much pressure on yourself to track and don't find every reason to be hard on yourself about your lifestyle because I think at the end of the day when you go down to a diet we there's a part of us that has the self-fulfilling prophecy of failing and that's not what we need to be moving towards we need to be moving towards well I want to succeed sustainably and I think we all know in the back of our minds that we want to be thrown off. We don't want to feel bad, but we want to be thrown off because it's easier to just eat whatever the fuck you want. And it's easier to not care about what you eat. So I think if you're overthinking every single bit, that house of cards will fall quickly. So a little bit of protein at every single meal, I think, would be a great way to start. And of course, just have a protein shake if you're really, really wanting to plug this into your phone but that's I don't think the most sustainable way to go <coughs> next question well this is also vague but I understand how to stay on track with nutrition over the holidays <laughs> guys um, again this is so funny because I do think that I just answered that in the most recent or in that previous question how to stay on track with nutrition over the holidays what I do is I let myself eat basically whatever other than meat and a ton of dairy because I just I don't but you know desserts or sides and random candies and drinks that stuff I'll just say whatever I say oh well this is not happening often and I already know that when I go back on Monday I'll just get back into my arugula and my organic eggs and salmon and tons of veggies and my brown rice, I know that I'll get back into that as soon as I get home. So what I would recommend doing, you know, if intermittent fasting works for you, that's great. And you if you find that it really helps your energy levels and your clarity and your focus, great. But for the holidays, I still start my day the exact same way that I do at home. Uh, I start it with some movement. Yeah, the sleep pattern might be off a little bit. I might sleep in a little bit more, but I... I wake up around the same time, 7 or 8. I usually wake up at 6.30 on an average day. But on holiday, I'll probably wake up at 7, 8. And then maybe 8.30, I extra hydrate, extra, extra hydrate, especially when you're eating foods that you're not super familiar with because they often are cooked with a ton of salt and seasonings. So water retention is a real thing. And so in the morning, extra hydration. I still do my Organifi greens powder. And yes, they're a sponsor of the podcast, but you all know how I don't want to lose your trust. <laughs> I don't want to lose any Hotter Than Health lis- listeners' trust. 
the moment that I choose brands to work with that I don't use in real life or that I think are bogus, that's when people, people just, they can smell the bullshit. So what I do in the morning is I do my 32 ounces or, uh, you know, 26 to 32 ounces of room temp water in the morning followed by a tall glass of water with my greens juice and you can do lemon you can do ice I don't do ice with it I just stir it up really well with a straw or I get a water bottle and I'll shake it up especially if I'm traveling like in a hotel I use the Organifi greens packets and I will do half of a packet not a whole packet that's the trick is for every 20 ounces of water I would say half a scoop if you do 30 ounce 32 ounces like a mason jar then I would do three-fourths of a scoop of the greens powder but I don't ever do a full scoop one it makes it last longer the tub two I just the flavor I think is better when it's that diluted but um to me that doesn't that doesn't mess with my blood sugar it doesn't make me crash and crave later because it's no no bullshit ingredients but if you do want to try that, the code is HTH or you can go to Organifi.com backslash HTH and try the greens for 20% off. I just had them send me uh, the green apple flavor, which is actually my favorite, but code HTH. So I do my greens powder. That actually does help me fill in some of the nutritional gaps throughout the day. So if I know I'm not going to have a normal breakfast like I typically have after a workout, then making sure that I still have the greens powder in the morning is a good way to set up the foundation. So if I know that the rest of my day I'm going to be eating brown food, I know I've gotten at least some vitamins and minerals and nutrients from the greens powder. So that's something I do arguably every single day, especially even when I'm traveling, especially while I'm traveling. Then I will make sure that you know, I still do a little coffee in the morning. I'll do a decaf. Sometimes if I travel, I'm doing a matcha and I still try and have three balanced meals. So if, if I'm on holiday, for instance, some families do a Thanksgiving dinner anywhere from three to five. Other people like us, we're doing a one o'clock thing this year. Uh, and this is, this is Christmas. This is Thanksgiving. This is Hanukkah. This is whatever you're celebrating this year if, or just whenever you're traveling. And I still try and have a breakfast. If I intermittent fast all throughout the day and then just binge at night, I usually get an intense stomach ache because of the influx of foods. I, I fall asleep immediately. I have zero energy. I'm bloated. I'm uncomfortable. And typically, I'll still have, you know, a, sh a couple sugary coffee drinks or something else that has sugar that spikes my blood sugar and I'm tired and exhausted and cranky or I have like a sugar stomach ache. I get sugar stomach aches. Does anyone else? If you eat too much sugar, it's even if I have a sugary coffee on an empty stomach or if I have too much dried mango, I get a stomach ache or a headache. It's like if I have too much, I think my body's just very sensitive to sugar, which I'm cool with. But I would say aim for still having a balanced meal in the morning because that reduces the instances of binging and overthinking. Um, try and get some form of movement in. We're, we're one of those families, I know, fuck us, we're one of those families that loves to do the turkey trot, but luckily, thank you so much, Elbrush, so, so much, for our friend is letting us stay at her beautiful little apartment in uh, Charlotte this weekend so that and it's right next to the turkey trot. So we're waking up early and we're running a 5K. And I don't care what anyone says about how stupid that is. I think it's fucking phenomenal. And I love doing it. But 
And I like, yeah, I think it's a cute little tradition we used to do with my mom. Yeah, so if you try and tell me that's lame, then I'm just going <laughs> to come back with the I have a dead mom joke. So keep the comments to yourself. And if you don't feel like working out, then don't work out. But also don't complain about, you know, getting off track and doing all these things. It's like if you're in the moment talking about talking shit about other people doing things that make themselves feel good, don't project your feelings onto them and they'll stay in their lane. Again, this comes full circle. They'll stay in their lane. You stay in yours. Go for a little walk in the morning if you're staying in a neighborhood or if you're staying at home and it's freezing cold, there's not a gym nearby, You or, or there is a bunch of gyms nearby, but the classes are all booked up or they're super expensive or you're with your family and you feel guilty leaving and you're like, oh my God, what do I do? Okay, let's get creative here. 10 jumping jacks, 10 squats, 10 push-ups. Do that five times. You're going to feel amazing. Or do a bunch of body weight squats or just get up and stretch. Do something to move your body so that your body knows, hey, we are in still some sort of routine and we aren't just going to be sitting like a bump on a log. It gets the metabolism going. It gets your energy going and you're going to feel more in control of your day and yourself and your body. You know what? I said I was going to do some more of these questions, but I think that that was tangenty enough. And I don't think that everyone needs to hear. I just think that when it comes down to it, overthinking the holidays and trying to be perfect on the holidays, just know that's that's why it's so important to have such a foundational routine and, you know, that I, I, I'm a huge advocate for eating healthy and clean and lots of vegetables and as simple as possible because life is going to throw us these holidays and it's this is not a surprise why I don't know why every year we're like okay what do I do to stand up this is not we're not going to war here we're we're going to a holiday Thanksgiving do you know how lucky we are (laughs) I'm sorry to bring it back to gratitude but do you know how lucky we are that these are the problems that we have right now that we're worried about our affected morning routine I'm fully uh, look this has been me this is not this is not a judgment it's just this is where I am in the evolution of how I feel about food is that I've found so much balance and clarity after seven, eight years of obsessing so deeply about what I ate and about what other people ate. But I realized like, hey, I am the only one in control of what I'm doing. If people are around me eating food that I don't want to eat, that's why I I do the greens powder before I do a balanced meal before because things are going to be different. And I don't know. I we're so lucky that this is the problem that we're having. And I think that if you are listening to this podcast, you are clearly health conscious. You care about longevity and wellness. I think that you are already doing great. And the fact that you're listening to this, wanting to do better, feel better, and make more sustainable and longevity promoting choices in your life, then I think that that is a testament to you as a whole already. And don't be hard on yourself for... For having some days off, uh, knowing that you will get right back to, knowing that you'll get right back to where you feel best in a couple of days, you'll get back to your routine, you'll get back to 
your normal foods and your movement and and then you'll be like damn you'll look back and you'll wish that you hadn't been obsessing and thinking and judging yourself over the holidays this is coming from someone who is recovering from from just insane amounts of shame and guilt around food and a food obsession take it from moi and I'm still doing a 5k and honestly if you guys do a 5k in the morning please tag me or if you listen to this podcast before your big day just tag the podcast I want to hear from you guys and hear how your Thanksgiving has gone and any funny stories I wish we had a hotline so that we could hear what type of funny family dynamics are going on during the holidays that shit is so entertaining and I mean look something bad happens this holiday I mean I hope it doesn't but if something small happens and plans get thrown off or whatever, I just challenge you to find some humor in it because that is what we all need right now. And we don't need to have everyone going into this collective chaos. And I think we're going to need a couple of people. Hopefully they're people that listen to this podcast and have a sense of humor. But we're going to need a couple of people to bring up the levity. All right. And let that be you this holiday season. I hope everyone has a great weekend. And I want to say that I am so grateful for anyone listening, anyone who has shared, supported in any way. Hotter Than Health listeners are just the fucking best. So I appreciate everyone and I hope everyone has the most wonderful, safest, delicious holiday. And I can't wait to be back next week with a bomb ass interview. We're going to be talking all about Botox, fillers, Disport, what's the difference? What kind of faces need what? How much Botox do I need here? What the hell is Botox? Is it safe? Can I do it? All right, well, Jack has been over here sharding up a storm. I am going to hang out with him, spoon him before we go out of town. Love you all, and I will talk to you next week. Yeah.